you've been there podcast the live podcast keeping you connected to your community and giving you your weekly shot of caffeine from a cafe near you now the local business awards acknowledges outstanding local businesses and their people who go above and beyond providing an exceptional customer service experience and during the past 30 years the local business awards Trophy has become a powerful symbol that these businesses aspire to. Now, this episode is brought to you by Daydream Creative, the brand specialists that helps your business stand out and grow. Nestled on the fringe of the Royal National Park, Daydream Creative is your local creative agency supporting the businesses of the Sutherland Shire. Now, I'm your host, Pip Ray. And I'm your host, JJ. And today we are broadcasting live from the Pavement Cafe in Sylvania. They've been nominated for the upcoming Local Business Awards and you can vote for them by visiting thebusinessawards.com.au. Good morning, Sutherland Shire. Welcome to the Bean Their Podcast. <laughs> and we are the digital platform hosting locally produced podcasts here on Podbean. This is a post-COVID-19 community initiative coming to you live from where you live and we just want to send a shout out we've got daydream creative online this morning listening to our podcast so we've got one listener already that's awesome (laughs) uh now at the pavement cafe we'll be talking to the owner dion and some special guests over the next hour it's a great atmosphere here this morning and we've been chatting with the personalities from behind the counter and those who regularly drink the coffee and eat here. And can I tell you, we've got a special guest all the way from Kirui. It's my friend Karamea, who appeared, who's my first guest on my podcast, The Elements of Empowerment. Oh, that's awesome. So come on in. Karamea, come and say good morning Hi. to the Sutherland Shire. <laughs> good morning, everyone. Now, uh, this podcast is bringing you the word on the street to the buds in your ears. And every week from now on, we'll be keeping you up to date on local matters. So let's dive straight in. Okay, so up first, let's take a look at the top three local news events. But first, I want to say hello to Chrissy. Good morning, Chrissy. Well done for getting online at 7 a.m. <laughs> now, listen, we read the leader this week, and Murray Trimba from the leader reported that. That the uh, new details for the planned wharf at Cornell and La Perouse that will support the return of the ferry service and other maritime operations has been released. That is awesome. Now, what is proposed is that the wharf at Cornell will actually extend about 200 metres from the shoreline, while the La Perouse wharf is going to be at least 100 metres long. Oh, that's going to be awesome. And it's going to take about two years to build. <laughs> now, of course, Transport for New South Wales is managing the ferries, wharfs, uh, and the aspect of Kamei, I think it's called, Botany Bay National Park at the Cornell Master Plan. But this plan is also being developed by the Department of Planning, Industry and Environment. And we've got Sarah Jo from SoShy coming in today as well to have a chat to us. So about the environmental. About yep, good. And the article said it would help connect to Perouse and Cornell via an alternate means other than road. Ah, now we've got Katie online. So drop us a line, Katie. Tell us where you're from and we'll send us that shout out to... Uh, to wherever you're living because we're coming to you live from the pavement. It also said it will also provide temporary mooring for commercial vessels and recreation boating. I think you were getting excited yesterday about we're going to have a new marina. I thought it was going to be a new marina, but it's actually just new wharves, but they will support the reintroduction of passenger ferry services to La Perouse and also a range of commercial and recreational 
vessels. And hopefully next week we'll have a comment from our marine and waterways specialist that I, I rang yesterday to find out some more information. Caramere has a boat, but that could be useful. Yes, definitely. <laughs> now, where do you work, Caramere? I work at Watkins Tapsil Solicitors. Oh, we do know them. They're a part of our shy women. Yes, they are. Tell me about health. Where are we in the health news? Well, the health this week is dry July. So keep your freaking out a little bit about dry July, aren't you? I am because I've actually heard that you can go dry-ish. <laughs> and what do you think that looks like? <laughs> I don't know for you, but it's pretty dry for me. Yeah. Now, the pubs have only just reopened, so it's a really interesting idea that we bring back, uh, you know, some reasonableness and some common sense in terms of, you know, do we give up the alcohol? Yeah. No. Friday night Zoom calls were <laughs> looking really good at about 5 o'clock for most of my friends. So, And don't forget that the Pavement Cafe down here is fully licensed. Fully licensed. So and they've you, got a $10 cocktail, the Pink Lady. Oh, course, that looks good. That's my brand colours, pink. Um, <laughs> da, um, Daydreamed Creative, Amanda, has just told us that the clarity is fabulous. So we've obviously picked a great location for today. Finally in the news. Next week is Mark Nadoc week, but it's been postponed until November 8th. But you can still go and visit uh, nadoc.org.au for more information. And hopefully, we'll have a guest for Nadoc. Hopefully, we will. Now, environmental news. Uh, well, later in the show, like I said before, we've got Sarah Jo. She's the founder of So Shire and Plastic Free Sutherland Shire coming in. Uh, I think, now, from my memory, she is a marine scientist and she's very passionate about um, and committed to the creating that awareness and yep. reducing uh, waste, making a difference, educating locals about better alternatives of plastic. And we've actually got some really exciting news in that segment to tell uh, all our listeners. Uh, so if you're making plans for the weekend, what is going on in the shark, Dick? Ah, I now. like asking you this question because usually you ask me this question. <laughs> well, what I can tell you is... This week, I was the first person to walk through the doors of the new home centre at Caring Bar. And tomorrow, they actually have their grand opening. They've got stores like James Lane, who have got up to 50% off selected items. And I met Hillis, who is organising it, and she was beaming with pride as the project has been in construction for a few months now. And I can tell you that when you walk through, it's like Parisian galleries. That's going to be beautiful. It's just beautiful. There's flooring, there's homewares, they're open at 9am and... They tell me, it's, it's down at Town Point, and they tell me that there's free coffee. When? Tomorrow morning down at the home centre. No, I know I sounded really short then. But I'm like, like free coffee? Free coffee. That's I mean, I know good. I only have a half shop, but that's still pretty good. Um, now, if you've just tuned in, we are coming to you live on Podbean from the Pavement Cafe. We are Shire Pod. In the entertainment world, what have we got happening? Oh, the entertainment centre is still closed. And unfortunately, that means we've seen the Kate Sobrano show cancelled. I really like Kate Sobrano. Yeah. As well as Music in the Park. Oh, not. Oh, but in good news, Hazelhurst yeah. has reopened. And Art Express is on. Uh, yes. I'm so looking forward to that because I missed, I missed going to that in February. Oh, really? Yeah. I went to it last year. It was awesome. Now, each week, we're going to be bringing you the events of the local area. So, for, so feel free to send us in a message if you're on live. And uh, it's Katie, not 83, actually, has just waved coffee over JJ. I don't know what that means, but there you go. That's how it works, kids. No, no, you just no. get online. That's a weak flat white. Just wave the coffee oh, over. Oh, right. Yes. 
get online and you send us a message. And if you want us to shout out about an event, you see, this will eventually go into a podcast, which goes up onto Shypod, and you can listen to it for the next week. It's absolutely awesome. Uh, okay. Now, we can find all everything that we've spoken about in the news in the show links, yes. the show notes, and there'll be links there to all of the stuff that's going on. But if you are out and about this weekend, what is happening? Because the plans might change depending on the weather. It does. So uh, today is partly cloudy. With a fit, It's currently um, 11 degrees, but it's supposed to be um, between 7 and 17 degrees today. On Sunday, the temperature with lows of 9 and highs of 18. Mostly sunny with some bonus grassroots sports playing a few extra games. Now restrictions have been lifted. You're looking forward to your daughter getting out there. No, she's not going anywhere. She's, she's not. bound. In, she's grounded for two weeks, that kid. <laughs> not for not, any... not for injury. She's just injured. Yeah, so she can't play. Uh, we don't have any major traffic announcements because, honestly, they don't affect us at the moment, do they? We're sitting in a nice, beautiful cafe that's beautiful and warm. Have you seen how blue that sky is already coming out? It's going to be a good day. Let's head on to the sport because this is possibly the longest news report I've ever done. Oh, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so for all our sporting fans, yeah, we want to introduce a segment called Now She's Talking. Ah, this is my favourite. This is your favourite? project. This is our resident sports reporter. Dylan threw me a report last night because, um, and this is going to be available on the Facebook page, Now She's Talking, and it's a pursuit. It's a page for the pursuit of more female sports broadcasters. I'm so passionate about this particular topic um, and I really want to get women involved in sport and broadcasting because I don't know about you, but I literally have it on mute. When the sports come on? For the men. I can't understand the bloke. They just talk to me about something else that I don't know about. <laughs> it's a different language. So I really want to encourage women to get involved in sports and also, you know, you guys are experts at it, you're playing it, you know the rules, so it's awesome. Now, you can hear the atmosphere here, so I'm going to play uh, Dylan's report and let's see how that goes. She's all- Hi, I'm Dylan and I'm seven years old. I'm here to share my COVID experience and the things I miss the most, like school, my friends, and all sports. At first, it was my friends I miss and going to school, but we could chat on Messenger kids or video chat, which was good, and homeschooling was pretty fun with mum and dad. But the things I missed the most was sport. I played soccer for Ingerdine Eagles, tackling for Ingerdine Dragons, and, tele- and tennis at Velox Sport. And these sports were cancelled. No training, no games, and no gala days. I love playing sport with my friends, getting fit and game day is the best. So because I love sport so much, Shia Pod has asked me to do some fun interviews and sport reports each week with local Southern Shire clubs. Good luck to all teams playing their first round of soccer this weekend. Tuned the next week to hear my first interview. 
I'm Dylan Hamer. Have a fab Friday and happy weekend. She's so adorable. She is seven. She's so yeah. adorable. And she wrote that herself. Oh. So it's going to be amazing to have her on board. Now, I have no doubt that the kids and some adults will be looking forward to getting back to sport this weekend. But I must say, I have really enjoyed my weekends off. And I know that my neighbour, Emma, has also enjoyed her weekends off. So hello, Emma Hall. I know you'll be listening to this one day. But the kids are busting to get back into the games and into the competition. I can't wait to see your daughter out in the soccer field. Oh, listen, future Matilda. Uh, so each week we'll be bringing you the report about the local sport to the airways. And Dylan is sure to get some great sideline action for her stories as well. So what sports will we be covering, Pip? Uh, basketball, soccer, netball. <laughs> rugby league, softball, rugby union. The cricket in summer, <laughs> because apparently it's not on at the moment. <laughs> and sailing. Uh, so for all of those clubs out there that um, uh, you know, are tuning in, send us your details. You can just simply send us an interview on a recording on a phone. And we will play it. Uh, let us know when your games are, especially those little cute games, you know, the under 12s, under 10s, under 5s, whatever the they are now. The little modified games that yeah. they travel around in a little pack on the field. It's awesome. I love those games. Very funny. It's frustrating as a sports person. <laughs> but now the game times are on their website. And don't forget to read those match reports because I do know that my husband puts a lot of effort into his. <laughs> it takes us three hours to write, you know, 25 lines. So... Um, if you'd like to nominate someone that was a sports person of the week, what are we going to do? Well, we're actually going to give them a podcast promo pack. A whole heap of stuff, merchandise, some vouchers, a whole heap of stuff that we pulled together. Chrissy's just sent us a huge message to say that her daughter, Summer, under-13's Sharks netball team have been doing strength and fitness training via Zoom every Monday night throughout COVID. That is an awesome idea. I've actually seen other organizations doing these by zoom and it's keeping the kids focused it's great yeah and the girls apparently the girls love it so well, well done well done to the sharks i mean i do i did see that they have rebranded and it looks fabulous yeah, too it does doesn't yeah. it they look really fancy really? tuning in to the pavement cafe we are shy pod and we are live on podbean mm. now i want to tell you about a local business and an owner that if she's an artist in her own right. And as you might know that every artist starts somewhere, whether it's in their backyard, their lounge room, or their garage. And we have just had Sophie B from Sophie B Photography walk in the door to get her coffee. <laughs> Come on, I'm just walking in. Good morning, because you were last year's winner at the Local Business Awards. Oh, I was. In the photography section. Yes. That's and during the lockdown, she started two projects. The first being a weekly webinar for other photographers and her friends like us uh, to share her knowledge and stay connected. And I did get some great reports from that. And on the Facebook page, the images looked amazing. I actually, I've really enjoyed the, like every Tuesday morning for an hour, Sophie absolutely cracking us up with her uh, her little adventure stories and everything, but you've actually brought together a photography community and made them, you're currently making them all do little projects at the moment. I am, I am. They're all doing their own personal photography project and um, they've been inspired by what I'm doing. So they asked me to tell them about it and I've made them. So now I've got one guy literally going up and down the coast taking photos of lighthouses. I was looking forward to that one. Because <laughs> he took 
three or four photos of lighthouses and I said, okay, take it to the next step. Photograph every lighthouse in Sydney. No, let's do the East Coast. No, let's do the whole of Australia. But he's actually going to make that into a photo book, isn't he, with um, information so. about all the lighthouses. Yes. So he's not just doing the photos, no. he's doing the research too. He is. He's really building it up, but it's been a really lovely way to motivate people. So you've been in business for 10 years. Mm -hmm. um, you're a finalist again in this year's awards. I am. And you come here today to, for our launch, God love you, um, because you've actually got a special connection with Southgate Shopping Centre. I have. And that's where we're coming to you from if you've just tuned in. We're from Southgate Shopping Centre. Um, yes, last February, so February 2019, I was approached by Southgate Shopping Centre to photograph the people of the Southgate community so that they could create a beautiful collage of images to sort of promote the community. I think more and more people want to know the people that they're in the stores that they're shopping at and they want to have a connection with the people that they've been loyal to over so many years. So Southgate approached me and Karen, a friend of mine, another photographer and I spent three days back to back photographing over a hundred people, all of the store owners and uh, random customers that I approached in the middle of the store. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't one of those. That's what I do. That's how I met my husband. <laughs> no, I met him on a plane. I sat next to him and said, marry me. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> oh my wow. God, we're gonna have to bring Sophie back for that story later. Wow. Didn't you know that one? No. <laughs> now that, that, that's featured uh, as you go up the escalator. Yes. Yeah. Yes. From the middle section. Yeah. So yeah. it says our South, our Southgate community. It's just beautiful. Last year was the 35, actually it was the year before, the 35 year anniversary of the Southgate Shopping Centre. And that was a way of the Southgate management. Oh, sort of rewarding the people nice. um, of the community. And what was really, really nice, I think, um, I can't remember what letter it is, um, actually in red. And so the businesses that have been here for the entire time were photographed in, and, and they were sort of highlighted in red. So they're the That's long term. Awesome. Yeah, it was really, really special. And it was a really nice way of connecting and rewarding the business owners and the customers. Now, I'm going to move you on here, Okay, Sophie, because let's move on. Let's talk about the absolute amazing project that is your photography project. Yes. I'm loving this. What have you been doing during COVID lockdown? So after I had my little soppy coffee toffee photography chats, um, it wasn't quite enough to fill my week um, at 9.30 on a Tuesday morning. So every Saturday night with my high school friends um, that I've known for a very long time, um, we've been Zooming on a Saturday night, including um, friends from the UK and uh, different parts of Australia. So after our Zoom one night, I sat there, all my jobs had been cancelled, postponed until who knows when. July. Yeah, <laughs> not. Um, they were weddings, they were corporate events, they were big sort of, you know, christenings for the Italian community. And there are all sorts of different things and literally every single job I had booked in was cancelled. 
So I thought to myself, what can I do? I don't want to stay home every day with three kids and a husband. <laughs> I need to create something that'll get me out. No, um, I love my family, I really do. But no, what um, what happened that Saturday night? That's just a caveat. <laughs> the Saturday night, I just sat there and I started mucking around with ideas and I thought what I wanted to do was there was a, a, a photography thing happening around the world about capturing people on their doorsteps called the Front Steps Project. Mm. Yep. And as much as I loved that, and I had a great, great friend, Marie Barrow, of photography, um, go on and do that and raise over $2,000 for her local community in the Georges River area. But what happened was I thought, how about I take that concept and take it to businesses? So not only photograph. Because what happened is businesses had to adapt. Businesses had to pivot the way they were communicating, the way they were serving their customers. One guy in um, David Reeks in Bundina, mm. he's an amazing pharmacist. He's been there forever. And he put a little um, table at his door and people couldn't come into the pharmacy. And he was serving them over this little table and just still serving the community, but just finding a new way to do it. So, We've seen yeah. a lot of that happening. Yeah. And you've been able to photograph so much of it. Like, we've just literally been seeing the images yeah. come up. One after another. Especially when we're stuck at home, we can't go to actually even see what's happening. Yeah. No, there. and that's the thing. Up. So I came up with the idea of um, a half-hour photo shoot, three images that I would provide them, my choice, and three social media posts. And I started a Facebook and Instagram page called Sutherland Shire Open for Business. Now that's open with a four. And the only reason is that it's a four is because I was doing it on Instagram and you can only have so many characters. Oh. So I'd already set up the Facebook Sutherland Shire FOR business, Open for Business, and then went to do the Instagram one and I couldn't do it. So then I had to go to the box. <laughs> So, you've been... <laughs> it was a busy night. So, how many businesses have you already... Uh, look, it's probably about 91, 89, 90, 91, something like that. Wow. So, my goal was to do 100 businesses for free. And I really haven't chased anybody. It's just kind of, I put a post up on my page and went... Tell, tell me though, what's that worth to the community, like in services? Oh, like you were like, charged for that. Yeah, so basically each part, each um, job is about 195. That's how I've served, so that's cheap. Really, yeah, that's really cheap. That's, that's that's free photo shoot, free social media posts. That's just the free images. Oh, really, some businesses are paying five hundred dollars a month. Easy, for social media. Yeah. Easy. So um, without images, without images. <laughs> yeah. So I just really, it, it was very intrinsic. Um, I, I needed to do something. Um, I really did. I just needed to do something for the community, and I needed to do something for myself. And this is Jesus. It's honestly being the most perfect way for me to help the community. I had firsthand about how grateful some of your subjects were because we've now collaborated yay, on a project yay. and we can tell you about it today <laughs> um, because you've been busy. Yes. What? Remember? Oh, yes. <laughs> I think it was something different. I'm like, oh yes, of course. I thought you were telling me something new, and I'm like, what? What are you doing? No, 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 Sophie doesn't know anything about this uh, podcast. Yeah, that's right, I've just it's been... It's her voice on the podcast, so I'm pretty sure she does. <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> I'm a nut. Um, <laughs> I, I, what, 
so what we, we did was yes, we, we did we did we we're very excited we're excited because it's launching next week she's given you the approval we're just but um basically it's a bit of a journey of a day isn't it it That's is what happened and, and they talked to me about um about what happened, the impact that COVID's had on them, yes. as well as, yeah, and that's been really, really lovely to listen to those uh, recordings. It like was, after you've interviewed them, I was like, oh, that's just so lovely because I genuinely have done it from the heart. It's just been a really, um, it really has come from an intrinsic need for me to get out into the community and meet people. <laughs> Sorry, I'm we just serious. There's fire alarm in the background. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. But it's okay, apparently we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to pull up early anyway. Um, yeah, so Dion's saying it's definitely not his kitchen, so don't stress. The pavement cafe is still open. I love you, Rob. I just want to ask you, like, so you can read more about this project online, yes. can't you, at Soppy B website? Um, yes, you can. I just, there's, you know, I'm a bit lazy. All oh, right. Yeah, there's a touch on there. Okay. SoffyB.com.au. Yeah, but you've got a couple of stories on there as well, and you've also got the Facebook page with yes. Sutherland Shire open with the number four yes. business, yes. as well as Instagram. Yes. And don't forget to go online to the local business awards on the website and vote for Sophie. Yes, we wanted to win again. Because... Oh, I'm just going to cry. <laughs> yeah, we've been, we're kind as well. Um, and so if you just go to Watkins Tapsel website and vote for us to win the finals in the professional services category. Yay! Yay! Well done. And well deserved as well, I might add. You guys have pivoted into COVID as well, haven't you? serving Just, your customers yeah that's right yeah it's been really good and you can also vote for shire pod because we are also being nominated. we're in the new business category because we've been running since february so this is very much our first broadcast outfit and we've got a couple, lots of episodes on there that you can listen to you've just got to go over to podbean and go and just go for Southern Shire Podcast Station, and it'll come up. And you can subscribe to us on iTunes as well as Spotify. And it's not that hard. I did it last night. Because no, yes. I'm, I'm this podcast world is new to me. <laughs> it's new for a lot of people. I take photos. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, I've had to explain it's, it all to my whole family. <laughs> and I say um, and I have this weird breathing thing. <laughs> oh, <I love> <laughs> we're going to teach you about that. Now, I did speak to Chris from Precedent Productions yesterday um, about the awards. So I'm here today with Chris from Precedent Productions. They are responsible for the local business awards. Tell me what's been happening for you at the moment. Uh, well, we're, we're, we're lucky. We're, we're back in the office now working um, slightly reduced hours. Um, but the business awards um, are, are going ahead. Um, Sutherland Shire Local Business Awards uh, are going ahead. Um, there were a number of businesses that might have um, you might have noticed have been selected as um, um, finalists already, early finalists, um, and there was a decision made um, during the during the lockdown. Um, we were actually working at home during that period, um, where there were a, a large number of businesses just sort of asking what were what were we doing um, as a business? What was the local business awards doing um, during that time? Um, what were what were we going to do? So what we decided to do was open up nominations for all the awards um, to to allow businesses that were 
sort of opening and closing during that period to engage, um, have a level of engagement with their customers and clients. So there is a, a number of um, a number of early finalists that were selected, um, and like I said, this allowed um, that engagement um, during the sort of the, the crux of the of the lockdown. So what what does it mean for a business to be nominated and you know eventually become a finalist? Um, well, I think it's a, a point of difference. Um, there's a, a lot of competition um, uh, in the in the small business community, um, and the Sutherland Shire is probably one of our most passionate passionate communities. Um, anytime you can sort of get six seven hundred people in in a room, especially small business people, you sort of see that that come out. Um, so for them to be able to have that point of difference and to be able to also celebrate at the same time, um, I think that's very special. What sort of things are you assessing? Um, the customer service is probably one of the biggest things. Um, uh, value for money um, is another thing. So when, when there's, there's sort of two parts to the, the, the judging process. Um, we have the traditional um, media, uh, sorry, traditional uh, mystery shoppers, which sort of come out um, to have a look at the biz- those retail retail style businesses. So any business with a shop front, um, the, a mystery shop can sort of pop in and act like a, um, I don't want to say spy, but there's like a a, a customer. Um, they'll they'll come in, you know, look around the shop, engage with um, engage with the with the business as any other customer would do. Um, and just you know assess how they how they're treated. Look around the shop. Is it clean? Um, are things displayed displayed correctly? Friendly service stuff like that. Um, and then on the flip side, if um, a business is you know online business, there's a lot of um, new types, new styles of businesses out there at the moment. Um, if you can't get a mystery shopper out there, um, each finalist is invited to provide some information to their online business profile. Um, where they can fill out about 10 questions about the business uh, and then the judges do look at that as well. So that takes things into account like um, an online presence, how good is their social media, any reviews. Now, the Business Awards have been running for nearly 30 years. Um, you've been there for a while. How have you seen it change? Seeing the business community change over – I've been here for five years. So for me, it's it's quite re- rewarding um, just to see the different styles of business um, that are coming through and also see the sort of like the, the next generation come through. So I'm pretty lucky. I get to go to about 30 of these presentation evenings per year. Um, and well, when I first started, um, you would sort of see like the, the, I don't want to say the older generation, but you can definitely see the passing. <laughs> you can sort of see the passing of the torch where um, maybe that it's, it, it's a, family-run business and the, the, the parents um, are sort of passing the torch to the younger generation. They're getting up on stage and talking about how rewarding it is for them to sort of take over the business and um, work in the business with their family. Um, so I definitely, you know, there, there are benefits to being able to travel around to the different areas across New South Wales and see all the different style of business and definitely each business has a story and just being able to witness that um, just shows how businesses um, have been changing over the last couple of years. Especially in the most recent times, have you seen businesses being able to adapt to that online space or to that, you know, that lockdown situation that we've got now? 
I think I don't think people have had much of a choice really. It's sort of like that. Do I um, curl up into a ball or do I just try and look for you know another way to get out there? Um, we had to uh, we had to sort of think a bit innovatively during the lockdown period because what we usually do is we um, when nominations are open we'll actually send out a distributor to um, distribute nomination coupons into the community um, and with the restrictions social distancing and stuff like that we couldn't actually do that um, so we had a problem where we couldn't get how were we going to get businesses to receive those nominations. Um, so we implemented a QR code poster um, through the website where businesses can download. Um, it generates a poster with a QR code on it and businesses were able to display that in their shops. So customers didn't have to come out, fill it in with a pen and then physically submit a vote. They could just walk up to the poster, open up uh, their smartphone, um, and just scan the code and receive a nomination. But how else can they vote their local business that they want to not vote for? So they can head to thebusinessawards.com.au. It's basically an online directory for local businesses in the 27 regions that we cover across New South Wales. Um, so that you just head to the website, click on, or you just type in that your favourite business. Um, their profile will pop up and then you can click on vote for this business. And it's easy as that. They receive a, a confirmation email um, in their inbox and they just confirm the vote. It's as, it's as easy as that. And looking to the future and answering the question that everybody wants to know, what's happening with the awards night? The awards night will go ahead in some capacity this year. Um, we're actually in um, discussions now with venues um, just trying to look at what we can basically fit into the room. So it's going to come down to obviously square meterage, one person per, per four square meters at the moment. Um, but I can say that the, the presentation will go ahead in some capacity this year. So that's a little bit of a, um, a secret at the moment, but I suppose I sort of spilled the beans. <laughs> it comes down to community, how they engage with their community um, and how the community perceives their business as well. So every business has a story. Um, and if the story is they're pl contributing positively to the community, that's going to win. It's got that business is going to shine bright every time. The nominations actually close on the 16th of July. Well, thank you very much for joining us here on ShirePod. And uh, we look forward to supporting you. We know that um, everyone can go to www.thebusinessawards.com.au and put their votes in. Fantastic. All right. Thank you very much, Chris. So we've got some great people coming in and they're telling us about the um, the cafe, which is good. So we're getting lots and lots of feedback. But we just want to send a shout out to Cheryl, who has just entered the site. So thank you for joining us this morning. We're coming to you live from the Pavement Cafe in Sylvania. We are Shire Pod, and this is the Bean There podcast. Uh, we've got another one, Pat. The CJZ. Now I don't know how you say that, but thank you for coming in as well. And let us know where you're calling, uh, where you're listening from, what part of the Shire, and if you've got any events on for the week. We're here every Friday between seven and eight a.m. Someone said I've used two services from open for business. Oh, can I put my hand out? Oh, she can contact me. Awesome. I've got the other. I've got. I am full with the hundred. Can oh, I yeah. say? Yeah. Yeah. So I've um I've got the hundred businesses that I'm doing for free all booked in 
um, over July, but I'm now taking new bookings and I've decided to reduce the rate. So I'm now offering it for $95, reduced from $195. And so if you are interested in having a photo shoot, more than happy to chat with you and organize the time. Just either send me a message on their Facebook or Instagram page or email me at photo at Sophie spelt like Sophie, S-O-P-H-I-E-B. Yeah, we're going to have a link in the show notes she, as well. She just has so. her Italian accent. Um, so, yeah, so Stash from San Susie has uh, actually used two of the services from oh. Open for Business. So that's awesome. So you can Yay. just see the impact you tell that us you're which having. Ones? You can tell us which ones, Cheryl. Oh, I mean, um, Stash. That'd be great. Yeah, great. Oh, fantastic. Thanks, Sophie B. Yeah, Don't you love lovely. This? I love this it. Is awesome. This is awesome. <laughs> now... Thank you so much for joining us, Soph. My we pleasure. We really appreciate you coming in and telling us about the project because um, we've just had another guest walk in. Oh, my God, it's Sarah no! Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> Thank you for joining us so early. I know. I'm How awesome. for me, but it's all right. Coffee, cafe, every five. And I'm loving that you've got your T-shirt on. Yeah. Hello. See the multiple layers. That is awesome. <laughs> Tell us about you because I, I gave a little bit of a spiel on the way here oh well, you're on your way but um, tell us about you yeah. and so Shire. okay so um, I started uh, my life as a marine scientist and a teacher and living in the Shire born and bred and traveling this Shire people yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, and travel a fair bit but what happened is um, just living here in Southern Shire I started to notice the litter problem increasing and um, we got together with a few local businesses and other people who were seeing the same thing and wanted to do something about it. So we made So We Create So Shy, which stands for Sustainable Organisations of the Sutherland Shire, which very simply means we support and promote anybody doing anything sustainable in the Sutherland Shire. So whether you're a school, a business, an individual, we support you um, to increase your sustainability. But if you're already doing amazing things, then we let the world know about it because the Shire, people say, is small, but every day we find out there's someone down the road doing something amazing and nobody knows about it. So it's about increasing everybody's awareness and also if you know about it, then we can support them. Yeah. And it's also about not rec recreating the wheel. So if somebody's already doing something amazing, let's support them doing that. And then if there is a niche that's missing, Let's, you know, find out and then let's find a solution to that. Can yes. you tell us some about some of the stuff that you've seen happening? Because I know that you've got this awards thing going yes. on, all that yeah. sort of stuff yeah. as well. So tell us about that. Okay, so um, our first focus is plastic-free, Sutherland Shire, but we don't just concentrate on getting rid of single-use plastic. It's anything about reducing waste, reducing emissions, being energy smart. So um, the Sutherland Shire Environmental Centre, which we're a subgroup of, for, this is the third year that we are sponsoring the sustainable category of the local business awards. And what that means is if you're a business that is doing anything sustainable, so if you've created a new product that is sustainable or you're investing sustainable in sustainable solutions in your cafe, in your school, in your office, um, you can enter and then we go through all the entries every year. And even if you entered last year, you're welcome to enter again because, like I said, we need to support those who are taking the steps to do things that are sustainable because they're our, you know, leaders. 
and they also help us to let people know that it's easy to do or if they've already done the hard work, mm. you don't need to do the hard work. They've gone out there and done the research and invested and also see what the pros and cons. So we want to support these businesses. And so can you tell us some of the problem areas that we've got in the Shire? Like what, what are some of the things that we need to look at and target? Okay, so we have a lot of, lot of single-use consumer. So what that means is packaging from, you know, takeaway. And obviously COVID, you know, has been this great eye-opener because people are doing a lot of takeaway, maybe more than they used to, and yet think they have to go back to single-use plastics, and you don't. There are a lot of compostable solutions out there, and there's also a lot of reusable solutions that are still kind of single-use. Like one of the amazing ones we've, you know, seen over the last few years are things called like swap systems. So health-wise, they're still single-use, but they're reusable. So somebody can have a cup, a reusable coffee cup, get it from the cafe, use it, and then drop it off into um, all the cafes that are part of the system and then pick up a new coffee cup. That's actually really awesome. So it's like a drop, you know, drop, swap. And then you're still relying on the cafe to clean them, for example, but that it's still that single use. So if cafes still don't want to, you know, let reusable cups come into the system just yet, um, then that's, you know, a great way. You know, there's also simple things. If we call them contact us poor. So what that means is people can still bring their reusable cup, but the cafe owners or the workers don't need to touch it. They can coffee cup and pour it into somebody. And then I guess there are still those ideas about single use that are still disposable. So what do we do about them? So it's choosing the best disposable. So, for example, if you can go compostable, then at least you know that if it ends up in the ocean or in the park, it's going to cause less damage than, say, plastic. Yeah. And then if you have to still go plastic, you know, smoothie cups, for example, choose the best option. So if you do choose, you know, bioplastic, do you have a bin that actually collects those bioplastic for compostables? Because bioplastic, if you're still going petroleum plastic, choose one source. Don't choose the composite. Yeah. You know, don't choose the paper with the plastic line. Just choose the plastic, the clear plastic, because when that's clean, that can actually be recycled. So it's like there's many, many options, and depending on your business, or what you want to do with your business, there are different steps and we know that. And that's why when we work with businesses and schools to, um, you know, develop the projects that they're doing and also to certify them, we look at everything. It's customised. It's not about, oh, if you've done these six things, tick, you're amazing. It's about, okay, what you can possibly do in your business because we understand that you might not be able to give up a particular plastic item. But if you can keep up or do other ways, you know, to manage what you're actually creating as a waste product, then that's what we need to work on. Support on what you can do. Such an innovative space, though. Can you imagine all yeah. the, the inventors out there that are just busting to think about how it can that's be made right. better? Like, that's right. I think that's we're right. Now, soap has just told us that she actually had some businesses. Excellent. Yes. So with the um, Sutherland Shire Open for Business Project, yes. I've been absolutely amazed by so many things but one of them is the sustainability from some of the businesses so yeah. there's a um, hairdresser and her name is Jenna she runs a business called Hairpins based in Bangor 
Excellent. And um, I've just pulled up, so that I get the right terminology, I just pulled up her post <laughs> yeah. and um, she basically said that she is focused on diverting up to 95% of their resources and products from landfill and they send them for recycling through Sustainable Salons Australia. Excellent. So she, in her salon, actually has the bins Excellent. so that everything as much as possible can go through the other person that I've met is Eliza Jade Candles. Yeah. Eliza Jade Candles really is focused on all of the um, jars and things yeah. instead of just having a new one. She uses recyclable jars, so she's Excellent. Eliza Jade Candles. Um, another lady. Can I just tell yes. you, she's actually my supplier. Are you kidding me? <laughs> For my empowerment project. Stop it already. Yeah. She's and I went amazing. Her because after meeting um, with Sarah Jo, like I just yeah. said, I wanted to do it sustainably. She refills yes. anything. Anything. Any, wow. Anything. You drop off all your yeah. candles. Amazing. Oh, yeah. Here's what you got earlier. Oh, wow. <laughs> And this is this is for you. Oh, it's our thank you gift coming in today. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so they're just amazing, and she made me a special oh, little blend. Wow. So yeah. it's a very oh. original. Oh. And it's called a jar of confidence. Oh, I love it. That I is know. so beautiful. Thank you. She's amazing. I photographed Maria the other day. Yeah. What a hoot. She is amazing. She was so much fun, and she literally goes from St. Vinny's stores to Salvo's yeah. stores. Collecting jars that she can put well, um, candles I've got, in. I've got a box of jars. <laughs> Take them to her. her. Um, and there was just two others that I would yeah. love to mention if it's all right. Yes, can I just stop you for a sure. second, though, Sophie? If you have questions for Sarah Jo yes. in regards to the sustainability, feel free to actually leave a message and a question on the Podbean chat. So then. Um, Pip can actually ask these questions for us. Definitely. I've asked all these questions in interviews, so I know now. I know. But it's much better when it comes from them, though. Yes. <laughs> so, Sophie. Yeah, have you heard of Kelly Bags? I have. Oh, tell me all about so it. So there's an amazing new store um, called Aqua Guild in Carringbar, where the keg used to be. Who remembers the keg? <laughs> I was a cocktail waitress at the keg many moons ago. Anyway, Mansfield Street has got these gorgeous little um, shops and so on, and there's a shop called Aqua Guild. Yeah. It's owned by Anita. She's literally opened a couple of, like, like four or five weeks ago, and she's very much into sustainability and natural um, sources for her products. Anyway, there's a range of bags called Kelly Bags, and they're actually made 90% from ocean waste plastic. And it was my BFF's birthday on the weekend, and that's what I used for the gift wrapping. I went and bought and it was really weird because I got it, and then I went home and I said, hang on, Anita hasn't charged me enough. And I thought, well, maybe she's giving me a discount. I rang her because I thought it was more expensive. And she said, no, so it's really affordable, really affordable for a multi-use, beautiful quality fashion bag. And the other lady, she makes cupcake bouquets. Have you ever heard of anything so good? You eat the bouquet. I'm talking <laughs> like that's awesome. Oh, awesome, How innovative. And she, innovative. so she goes to the nth degree to make sure that the packaging is 100% recyclable. Like when you get a floral bouquet with all the paper, everything that the bouquet is wrapped in yeah. is completely recyclable. Yeah. So they're just some examples yeah, of what's awesome. happening in the community. 
That sounds like a girl's day. Yeah. Let's have like, the cupcake bouquet on a girl's day. Well, I, I was just thinking you don't you don't throw that to your bridesmaids then. No. You? <laughs> you, you be eating that. So the that, pie in the face. I love it. Um, yeah. have you got time? You've just brought out two great things about how you know you, you reuse that bag. Yeah as wrapping of the gift. Yes, and yeah. pillowcases are a good one. That's right. My mother-in-law, exactly. for the last 23 years that I've known her, uses yeah. a pillowcase Yeah, yeah. as a shopping bag. That's right. I mean, as a gift wrapper And everyone's thinking about, you know, like all these new things. Yes. A lot of the things is literally going back to what we used to. Yes. When I say we used to the do, pot, you know. The pot at the takeaway Did I? Did I really? But, you know, it's like bringing some of these old school habits back mm. and um, about the florist, exactly right, because one thing we learned last couple of years, you know that green foam? Yes. yes. That's plastic. And when you, you know, they just it breaks up into smaller and smaller bits of plastic. So the one thing we'd love our florists to give up, if they do one thing this year, yeah. is to give up that foam. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, I, I agree. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I so are we going to have Sarah Jo back on? She's going to come whenever we want her, basically. <laughs> she is We're like, all going to come. This because is fun. Can I tell you, we, we nutted out six episodes for a podcast that we're doing and we are on batch recording this month. So there is so much information that I just said to her, seriously, you just need to come on and educate the whole of the Shire because there are so many ideas and so much innovation going on and programs and support and so much funding around that's right that we really need to be able to tap into it but you've got to have a specific like project don't you like that's right to be um very exactly. the grants everything to qualify so that's right more people get on board more people make change we're creating creating the change that we want to see in the world well exactly. especially in southern shire i mean we're completely surrounded by bushland and absolutely beautiful beaches and and whatever this is this is so important for someone it's a destination baby not just a location that's my theory <laughs> we want people to come here and see how gorgeous it is here now stash has just written in and said re-plastic free how do i gent uh gently suggest to my gym <laughs> yes. to recycle i cringe when i see empty water bottles <gasps> in their general waste bin oh killing me Day, but um, do you have general info that they can that she can send that's a positive? So I think that's a big thing, the language around it, isn't it? And making it, you know, because the kids are being all educated in school about how much better it's going to be for them. That's what right. Can we do? And that's right. And they're, you know, they're the simple things, exactly right. Like when there are easy recycling solutions, why people at least, at the very least, recycling the things that we've been able to recycle for years. Mm. So I think a very simple solution to that is, you know, um, like you said, don't name and shame. It's about helping first, so advising. So, you know, a nice simple email or Facebook message to the actual business letting them know how they can recycle those bottles. There is nothing wrong with having a separate bin for recycling PET bottles because they go into the council. Yep, yep. They go into the council recycling. So you don't need to have, you know, separate bins. But even as a business, there are different ways that you can invest in your recycling. Yeah. For example, um, there's places, you know, return and earn. You yeah. Might have heard yeah. Of. My yeah. husband invested in a can crusher. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Seriously, it's on the back deck. <laughs> Wait, well, maybe we could, we could put this gym on the shy pod and uh, they'll come and crush your cans for you. But um, return and earn, do you have systems where they can provide, you know, bags? There's also businesses out there that come and collect your recycling for you. 
Wow. That's awesome. Do you know what I mean? There's a place yeah. called St George Recyclers, for example. So, you know, we're Southland Shire. We don't mind supporting St George Shire as well. You know, it's all right. That's all right. I've got to go over a bridge. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so there are places, you know, even as at home yourself, if you're finding that you run a business that it's too hard to recycle, like if it's like if it's just a small business, mm. um, you can get second bins from our local council. Yeah, thank and you. And can I just say Sutherland that's just Shire. not second recycling bins. That's yeah. second um, green, bins. green bins, which is awesome. The the less general waste that you're chucking out, the better. That's right. Yep. That's right. All right, now, is there anything else that you need to tell us today or can we save it for next week? Well, we, I just, I, 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 we could be for hours, especially when the be. coffee's coming and the food's coming. I know. Can I tell you, those yeah. eggs look amazing, Karamia. <laughs> I'm just, and, oh, my God, stop. What did you get the poach? Stop it. it. Whatever they gave me. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell you, there is a special on today um, and that is the bacon, vegan bacon roll with a coffee just for $10. It's a great pickup if you're walking through. That's um, Sylvania at the moment because that's where you we are coming to you live on Podbean from the Sutherland Shire in Paper Cafe in Sylvania. So every coffee that's sold today between 7 and 8 a.m. this morning, a dollar of that is actually going to the Sylvania Heights Soccer Club. And we'll be talking to Dion in a minute. Yes. So he's going to tell us a little bit more about that. So come on in, support your local cafes because they have been doing it tough for the last couple of months, haven't they? But before you go, we were wondering if you would play a game with us. Oh, yes. <laughs> this is our entertainment segment. Yeah, okay. We don't know how this is going to go. No. I didn't get pre-warned about this, you see. That's no. how you. That's how you. I nearly did. Right, right, right to see. Okay. I nearly did send you the script, but I went. <laughs> you're a good girl. You're in for it. All right. It's called the five second rule. Okay. And oh, I know. And this is all about those quick decisions that we love to make. So PG. PG rated. Here's your oh, little. We, we took out all the bad ones. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> here's your little timer. Now, the goal is that I'm going to ask you to name three things. Yes. Now, you've just rattled off about 25, so I know you can do it. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. And then you turn the turn the little timer over, yep. and then you've got that five seconds to tell me what it is. And Okay, so you be ask as me. A, be as inventive as you want. Okay. Oh, no. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Uh, no, but yes, let's go. <laughs> so you're going to turn that over okay. for me. Name three things that get stuck in your teeth. Um, spinach. <laughs> Egg and cheese. All right. Name three places to throw a party. My house, a cafe like the Pavement Cafe, and a local pub or bar. <laughs> Name three conspiracies. Oh, where do I start? 5G. Um, can I just say 5G, 5G? Is that all right? Does that equal 15G? <laughs> Good. All right, three, name three laws that are easily broken and it's not drink driving. Oh, <laughs> does she want to mean that? Um, easily broken. Oh, dear, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, littering, littering. Oh, there you yes, go. Yes. Let's oh, put in littering yes, for that. Yes. All right, three, name three places to sneak a nap. Sneak a what? A nap. nap. Um, my car while I'm waiting for somewhere. Um, the bathroom, if you had a, oh, hang on, I'm allowed to say that at seven, 7 to 8 in the morning. Um, at the beach, that's my favourite one. Oh, in the yeah. sun. Okay. Right, and, the sun. and last question is, name three things that you can't resist. Oh, um, tea, chocolate, and oh, the beach. 
you can't take me away from the beach. I know. I think you did that, to be honest. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, I think we've got to know you really quite well. Probably a bit of TMI going on <laughs> in that space. Yeah, the nap one, I was like, really? <laughs> no, 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 it's okay. <laughs> But we really appreciate you coming in and sharing your knowledge and your expertise in this field. And if anybody wants to get in touch with So Shire and find out the initiatives that are going on in the Sutherland Shire, where do we find you? Okay, if you would like to send me an email, it's info at soshire.org. But you'll find us on Instagram, So Shire. There's also the Plastic Free Sutherland Shire Instagram. We're also on Facebook. And we do have a website, www.soshire.org. Awesome. Now, I've just had one question in from Race. Yes. yes. Uh, she's heard that, uh, that lids don't get recycled. And the yoga studio, yeah, I'm not going to, I don't know if I should name <laughs> no, that No, one, no, 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 um, yep. Collects, the, collects them for artificial limbs. Yes. Oh. Yes. So, so um, lids that come on our bottles are actually a really great plastic to recycle. It's one of those plastics that we've recycled a few times. Yeah. It's the same like with the bread clips. But they're so small that, you know, they get lost in our normal recycling. Can't put them in our recycling bins, you know, by themselves. Um, so people are trying to collect them. The problem is still keep on collecting them because there are places that can melt them down into artificial limbs or collect them to melt them down into other things and that creates money as a fundraising. The problem is at the moment we use so many lids that the organisations that were collecting them got overwhelmed. Mm. So still keep collecting them, but we have to wait until that particular organisation that was collecting them you know, sets up system. So there are other systems, um, like in different states, for example, you can drop your lids to other places. The problem is we have so many, you know, like boxes and boxes cost us a lot of money to send them down to South, South Australia, for example. But still collect them and I can let you know when local places come up when it comes to recycling. Yeah. Um, and little things on that too, think about how we can reuse them. Mm. So in find out if your local school, preschool wants to create, you know, murals out of them or use them for counting, mm. obviously wash them. Um, before because yeah. <laughs> milk and stuff on. Now, there is still local collections, but what's happening there, they are stockpiling them. Yeah. So the key thing with that is if we can stop using them, you know, yeah, we won't be able to... make a reusable bottle. That's Why right. can't we just use all the same bottle for everything? That's right. Well, it would that, be so much easier. That's right. We used to. That's exactly milk bottles. We used to be recyclable. That's right. Exactly. True. And mainly, for example, I just saw this morning, there are some places where you can get your milk from the box store and pour it into your own jar. So they have, so that it's possible. Wow. It's just bringing those solutions to our local area. Okay, we're yep. going to get on to that. Well, yep. thank you so much for coming up to the Pavement Cafe. Um, but that's just been so insightful and that's been really engaging because people, I think, do really want to make a social conscious decision about what they're going to be doing with their plastics and all their other wastes. So, that's right. Um, <laughs> But yeah, we look forward to seeing what you want, and I'll see you in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. And I'm going to go now have my tea and my. uh, What did you order? I have it. Yeah, I'm going to have avocado smash. Oh, yeah, yeah. Can't beat avocado smash. All right. Okay, now we've just had uh, Dion, the owner, walk in. (laughs) He's come. He's come. come, We'll literally walk over to the table. He's come over to tell us a little bit about. Um, do you mind just getting that one over there? No Thank problem. you. Sit yeah. on your lap if you like. I, I know. I, <laughs> I would probably enjoy that. The husband won't. But... 
Geez, that was great. Uh, just to follow up on that recycling, my family were big on recycling. I got the same Christmas present for five years. Right? <laughs> Bang. Well done. What an entrance that was. Sorry, Joe's face has just said it all. Yeah. We, used to, we used to pull the neighbour's bin in front of our house to make it look like we were eating. <laughs> Now, Dan, you could entertain us all morning, but we want to know actually more about you because if you've just joined us live on Podbean, we are coming to you live from the pavement in Sylvania. It's a cafe here, and Dion is the owner. You've been here for a long time. How long? 20 years, so that means I'm over 20 years of age. Legal. <laughs> but we've got a few questions, haven't we? Yes, we do. So we'd like to know more about it. Why did you decide to run and own this cafe? Uh, yeah, well, it's a great question. I was in the motor trade for 15 years prior to this, but prior to that I was a chef by trade. Um, yeah, so this came along and um, my, my sister was actually working here and she said that the business was coming up for sale and uh, I walked in and had a coffee and here I am now, 20 yeah, years later. stuck around. <laughs> so what kind of beans do you use here? We roast our own. They're called green beans, but uh, we roast here in-house. Uh, so obviously you can smell it and taste it. As you smell it, that's the bean you're going to have in two weeks' time. Oh, no wonder we didn't worry about stopping that this morning. <laughs> we haven't uh, turned the machine on this morning because it interfered with your uh, broadcast here. So what is your signature dish? Uh, we do all-day breakfast here, which is very popular. Uh, we also do a number of things that you can't get anywhere else in the Shire, such as uh, lamb's fry. Uh, we do lamb's brains. Thai beef salad. We do a bit of everything here. There's gluten-free. We cater for everyone. Yep, I love your salmon cakes. but Just nice. just because it's written on the menu doesn't mean that's how it comes out. People come in and they tell us what they want and we try and do the best to make them happy. And what specials have we got this week? Uh, we do a pot pie here, which is on every week. Uh, that changes daily. We've uh, When it's over under 20 degrees, we've got soup of the day. Uh, we do basically changes. We have meatloaf. Pork belly, uh, lamb shanks. Yeah, it's a little bit better than the sort of corner cafe. Yeah, Pip actually had the um, curry beef the other day and loved it. Yeah. So, yeah. So, what's the most popular coffee type you guys sell? Most popular? Yeah. Cap? cap. Uh, probably latte. And now it's a matter of I run a, a, a dairy farm as well. We get lactose free soya, almond. Yeah, so it started off with just the skim or cream and yeah there's so many milks available now that would admire the people's taste so who is your favorite customer what kind of customer obviously you obviously me <laughs> we've got a big when range we're... big range of customers and uh because of the COVID, um we wouldn't normally do it but we got involved in delivery now so we've uh purchased a couple of scooters and we're putting them on the road now as we speak so from thursday to sunday we're doing uh deliveries so they're actually sitting outside at the moment, bright blue, very pretty. Yeah, you'll see them on the road when you when they start getting out there in the Shire. We go as far as up to the Brick Pit, uh, across to Flower Power in Tarram Point and down to Tom Oakley's Bridge, which is our local area. Uh, the reason we do that is to try and keep the food as hot as we can and get it to you straight from the from the grill. Now, I believe um, there's a limit for delivery. So it's we, what we try and we're trying to be different for everyone else. It's free delivery. Uh, and the minimum order would be $25. Uh, and 
the price on the delivery uh, menu is the same as what you buy in house here, so there's no adjustment on prices or no smoke and mirrors. It's that's how it is. It's straight but, from Dion's kitchen. That's it. We've also got a uh, in-house takeaway which you can walk in, and it's a bacon egg roll and coffee. That's ten dollars. That's a big seller. They're very popular with the locals here and staff in in, in Southgate itself. So one of the biggest things that you support in the local area is the uh, soccer club. So tell us more about that. Yeah, we we uh, sponsor the Sylvania Heights uh, All Age Threes, uh, which my son actually plays in. And uh, the way we sponsor them is in different ways. Obviously, the guys at that age, they you know they do get hurt, and because they're um, they're injury prone at that age, and they do go out on Friday nights like everyone else. Um, <laughs> Some of them aren't married and what have you, so they do need some sort of physio or something due to injury, and we try and support them with a transport or money towards transport to get to and from, uh, and basically refreshments after the game. That sounds good. Also, their uh, uniforms, there's a few major sponsors there with Tarrant Point Bowling Clubs come on board, and also uh, there's a number of other fellows that have come towards and uh, we've just got new uniforms for them, unfortunately, and fortunately. It's only it's a very short season, so uh, they I think you said six games this season. I think they've got six games. They actually trialled the other night. They've won the Premiership three years running, so it's obviously the team to be sponsoring. So you get plenty of uh, exposure there. So yeah, now it's a local club, and we look after them, and you know they look after us. And you said to me the other day, you actually have the mums. Mums from all age, from under sixes upwards, coming through here. Also from Sylvania Heights Public School, they support us as well. So. Uh, yeah, we try and keep all our donations in-house as opposed to the Yeah, and like I said earlier, every um, coffee that's sold between 7 and 8 a.m. this morning was going to have a dollar sent over to them as well. So you're actually donating from this show as well. Yeah. Um, but, um, I mean, at the moment this has just been great at um, looking after this. But you've got the coffee, and ba uh, coffee with a bacon and egg roll for $10.00. But if you don't like bacon and egg rolls, guys, it's okay. They do a ham, cheese, croissant and coffee for $10 as well. As I said, we're flexible. You come in. If, you, if, it, if it's not on the menu, we can't cook it. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? So, yeah. But I better back to work. Yeah, no, poor Dion does have to go back to Yes, work. thank you for stopping in and, telling, and, and, in. and letting us populate your cafe. Thank you very much for We've literally in. taken over half the space here. Um, but right now, we want to tell you a little bit more about Shirepod because um, we love to help people create the content and that's exactly what this live broadcast is doing for the Pavement Cafe. We are personal brand builders and boosters of business profiles and it's pop and podcast is just becoming very popular, don't you think? I think so, I think. Especially during lockdown, could not get a mic online. <laughs> we couldn't get any podcast in here online. Um, so we've got several series uh, currently up on the platform. That's Shire Pod on Podbean. It's, uh, we've got one called That Shit Show, which is a, which is brilliant. I love it. It is. Um, it's done by our journalist uh, Emma Castle, um, and she's amazing. Like she interviews the most interesting people, and um, she's got some great episodes coming up. But there's actually ten already up there. One dropped yesterday with Harry Whelan. Uh, and that was about a big bus accident that happened about four years ago in Melbourne. And that's really just amazing. I mean, some of the stories are so devastating. Yeah. But the way that people have rebounded from them and what they've learned and how they've actually 
you know, continue to give to the community afterwards. Yeah, it's really mapped out their resilience and their ability to sort of bounce back. So we've also got one from Keeping It In The Family. That yeah. is Kirsten, our, one, of our, one of our students from our masterclass. She's a, she's a business um, accountant, but she does it for families. I love it. And she's got some great advice and she does the podcast with her daughter. I love this idea because it means that they're talking about family issues and accounting and businesses at the same time. And because a daughter doesn't know everything that she does, it's actually explaining it to a level that everyone can understand. Mm, generational differences it's there. brilliant. We've also got Coach Mel. And she is, uh, her podcasts are amazing. They're like nice and short. They're about 12 to 15 minutes. They're inspiring. They're empowering. It really gives some great psychology around how to deal with stress. Um, and this episode, this week's episode was all about self-sabotage. I so loved it. Very insightful. And, of course, last week we had Nicole Dargi and her empowerment project drop. Craig Ball. Yeah, it was Men's Health Week. We did the report. We did that recording through Men's Health Week, and which was awesome because um, it really brought to light about the suicide issues, about men's mental health. So yeah, amazing. Um, Ex-military men talking about how men actually approach this situation, and he's actually powered on helping people around him. And I love it. Yeah, all, great. all the links are in the show notes for that one. So if you're a small or a medium business owner and you'd like to share your story or you've got some insights, you might even be an expert in your field, we can help you create and produce the podcast uh, for you. Now, podcasting is like having a conversation with your potential customers and audience without actually having to be there. Podcasts are intimate conversations, so yes, we are talking to you. I was, I was putting this list together last night because I wanted to tell people about some of the great podcasts I'm listening to at the moment, and one of them is Tim Reed's The Small Business Big Marketing Show. It's literally number one most weeks, but it just brings these great um, insights into marketing your business, So, especially for our Shire Pod, which is a community podcast station. Um, it's going to be some really helpful. So you can go onto Apple iTunes and get that one. Also, Live Brave by Margie Worrell. She released a book during COVID called You've Got This, which couldn't have been timed any better because, seriously, all of us were tested. And um, another one I love is Sam Squires on her game. Me, women in sport, oh, love sport. it. Yep, yep. So um, what about you? Have you got any that you that come well, to mind? I actually have two that I really, really enjoy listening to. And one's Rachel Corbett, who, of course, you know her on Coffee Project, but um, she does actually a podcasting school and podcasting ideas and support it looking at podcasting. And because I'm new into that world, um, Pip's laughing at me now <laughs> because I'm so new into this world. But, uh, yeah, I love Rachel Corbett. She's amazing. The second one, and this is a huge shout-out to one of my favourite mentors, and that's Kate Toon. Uh, Kate Toon actually does a copywriting one with Belinda Weaver. But she actually, during COVID, I'm so amazed about this, did a week, uh, a daily tune-in show where she did a podcast a day for 30 days. Good on her because that's not my on my agenda at all. No. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. Um, that's awesome. Well, we've got one particular one that it's our signature podcast for the Shire Pod, which is all for businesses, and it's called Tell Me More About That. It's a you know, it's a podcast that profiles your business, it literally becomes your podcast. So if you don't want to be a host and you just want to be a guest, it's a it's a great opportunity and you can contact us at hello uh, at southernshirepodcaststation.com.au for that. Now, as I was saying, last month was Men's Health Week. 
um, and there's a great podcast called Understanding the Understanding Boys podcast. So it's by Dr. Ray Swan. I spoke to him during that time on in Men's Health Week, and he's just amazing, so insightful, and he does some great interviews as well. So I'm actually going to do a couple of little shout-outs here. Uh, some businesses inside Sylvania and Sylvania Waters and Sylvania Heights. So uh, I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly. Um, Bailia by Bianca Riber, um, who is a successful hair and makeup artist based in uh, Sylvania Waters with 14 years of ex- professional experience. She's worked both interstate and internationally for editorial, TV, advertising, runway shows and events like Francis Khan's Festival. Uh, we've got the Clear Skin House located in Sylvania. We've got the Box Village Bakeries also being nominated. Uh, Image um, Images Body Wellness Centre in Sylvania Waters. So uh, Lash Aesthetica is Sydney's premier lash destination. So feel free to go on and vote for them if you support them. And Savannah Vale as well is also being nominated in the community services one now. They empower with disability to reach their goals and achieve their potential by supporting their right choice and control and providing comprehensive personal personalized support. So they've been doing that for uh, since 1947. They originated here, so and they work all the way through Sydney, all the way up to the Blue Mountains. So that's a great, um, great service to be supporting too. That's awesome. All right, now we are over time. It's 10 past eight. What a great first episode and amazing guests that have dropped in today. Um, I feel like we've got something going here and we want to encourage you to come down to the Pavement Cafe and try their amazing food, their specially roasted coffee beans, and um, and say hello to Dion. Tell them that Shire Pod sent you and I'm sure he'll throw in, you know, an extra little cookie or something for you. <laughs> So um, as we're nearly done, I want to say thank you to our guests. Yes. Can we do that? So Sophie B from Sophie B Photography. Yes. She's sitting there so excited and she's almost finished her breakfast. Uh, Dion from the Pavement Cafe, thank you for having us here. So shout out to the Pavement. Yep. Uh, Sarah Jo from So Shire. Yes. She's still sitting behind me. No, she's, 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 she can hear us talking though. Oh, that's good. And Chris from President Productions who look after the Local Business Awards. That's right. They are supporting this podcast and we're encouraging you to get online and vote for those businesses. Really show your recognition and the appreciation that we've got for them because they've had a really rough time this year. I don't know if we, you know, I don't know if we need another one of that. So Um, can I ask you, where are we next week? Ah, next week we are at Fired Up Barbecue in Ingerdeen. And we're putting Amanda Hamer on the air as the co-host. No way. That's going to be yes, awesome. It's her hometown. And, uh, of course, Dylan will be there with her news, her sport report. So yeah. uh, that's going to be just awesome. That's down on. Yeah, Kingswood Road. Kingswood yes, Road. So if you've liked the Being There podcast, um, leave us a message on Facebook. Instagram and rate us on iTunes. Please rate us on iTunes. But of <laughs> Please course, rate us on iTunes. Yes. <laughs> um, I thank you, Rach, as well. Yeah, we're getting lots of support online, so appreciate all the people that have come online this morning and asked us questions. Yeah. We know it's a bit early for, for some, but we do appreciate everybody. She looked at me on. then because let me tell you, I've needed three copies this morning. Go. So you'll find us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. And our amazing team. We've got JJ here. She's my, she's the co-host, and Amanda Hamer from Daydream Creative, who has um, created all the graphics on our Facebook page and made us look amazing. I'm going to say a special thank you to our lovely Pip 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 Hooray, 
because Pip called me four weeks ago and said I have this great idea and now look at us. We're sitting in a cafe doing this podcast. We so are. And what a great producer. Well, I, you know, I'm so proud to be a part of a production like this and I love coming to you live. It's my thing. It's my radio thing. I, I feel like I've just sort of stepped up in the confidence <laughs> level today because, and I can tell you, this is where, you know, it was, it was quite shaken last year, but I'm really happy to be back on the air. So uh, don't forget to simply subscribe to Podbean to listen to our future episodes. So, again, we're going to be at Fired Up Barbecue next week. We've got a couple already booked in for the next couple of weeks. I can't well, wait. We're literally booked out, isn't it, until like nearly September. Yeah. So, um, you know, if you're a cafe out there and you want us to come and do a live broadcast from your cafe and build that, you know, that content, get some testimonials and, and, and freaky, we're happy to do that. Share us with your friends on iTunes. We're going to be putting out some little snippets over the next couple of weeks as well. Um, we are a local media production company creating the podcast for local personalities and businesses. So can't get better than that. And the best part is we also have online and group masterclasses. So if you want to learn how to create, produce and promote your own podcast, feel free to contact us. Pip is an amazing teacher. Look at me go. <laughs> uh, otherwise, you can get us in, get in touch and just be a guest on our Tell Me More About That podcast. Tell me more about that. Yeah, I will. I will. Now, just leave comments if you need to or you want. And if there's an event or something you'd like to discuss with us, please get in touch because yeah. we'd love to spruik anything Southern Shire. Again, we'd love to thank the Local Business Awards in the Sutherland Shire. They've been really supportive and we look forward to, um, to hearing what's going to be happening for them. And if you haven't been here yet, the Pavement Cafe, that's where we're going live at the moment. Speak to Dion, speak to the girls down here. They're great. And we will definitely be back. Oh, I think so. So until next week. Thank you, Owen, Rachel, and Owen, really? Rach, yes, Rach, and Katie was online as well as um, Amanda came on. Like, this, honestly, I'm still scrolling back. I can't keep up with the thing. Karamia for coming in, Joe for coming in, everybody. It was been fantastic. Thank, Thank you, you so and we'll much. see you next week. Yep. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yay.